0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: It's time to talk pitching with the pitching guru, Scott Emerson. Chris Townsend sits down with the A's pitching coach exclusively on A's cast.
0: Outside corner ring him up and Eaton can't believe it. Perfect pitch right on the black. Here's Chris Townsend. Scott Emerson is joining us now here on A's Cast Live. The pitching guru, as we like to call him. As It's been a while since we've seen him since the last homestand. Welcome back to Oakland. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Uh, We're doing well, and I think you've got to feel really good coming out of Seattle, taking two out of three, winning those last two games. You get that win... Happy flight on the way home. How are you guys feeling as a staff?
1: Well, you know, obviously, you want to build some momentum off those two wins in Seattle. So, you know, I heard you earlier talking about uh, playing at home. You know, we we, we got to come out and establish ourselves in our home field and, and do the right things and keep playing good, solid baseball that we played the last games in Seattle and, and carry that on through this homestand. Is there any rhyme or
0: reason why a team would be better? on the road then at home i mean this is the mound that you know these are the hops this is the infield this is the outfield you know the bounces you understand the weather we know that the wind constantly swirls here at the cot. this should be a complete home field advantage teams don't like playing here they don't like the clubhouse they complain about this they can this should be the ultimate home field advantage why the struggle at home well
1: yeah you got to try to use that to your advantage and uh you know, it's not like the guys go out there and, and think home and road is anything different. Uh, but obviously, you know, uh, you know, you look at the 12th man in football, and that's the crowds, you know. And, and I, you know, Oakland is a great place for us, we love it here. And we'd love to get a little bit more people here. So uh, to support the team that goes out there and, and plays hard each and every day. And, and you know, it, it's a grind. It's a grind. Uh, the season's always a grind. And, and we appreciate everybody who comes to the game's support. And, uh, you know, when you're on the road sometimes, there might be a little bit different atmosphere. But we got to find a way to create that atmosphere at home no matter what. And, uh, you know, uh, the guys try to do that. And, you You know, the fans, uh, they're very important to players and they're very important to us. So uh, I think that might play a little bit into it. That's not an excuse, but, uh, you know, we do got to play better at home. Okay, comebackers for pitchers. Unless
0: you've pitched, you don't understand it. And Emo and I are old enough that we pitched in the juice bat, metal bat era, where you had bats. Easton was making bats that were 35 inches, 29 ounces. I mean, they were swinging it like they're wiffle ball bats. Black magics. Oh, it it was insane. And the ball came back at you so fast. And I think about Frankie. When Frankie bent down and his hand was shaking, right there that told me there's the adrenaline, there's the shock, He's not feeling anything, and when the shock adrenaline wear off, it's going to be pain. You X-ray it; there's no breaks, which is good. But I knew, like I, I didn't, no feeling in the hand. You can't really. Pay. I understood why he came out, and that was I wouldn't you say the best thing for him, just to just and really for the hitters for everybody.
1: Yeah, a little bit precautious. You know, when when you get hit and your your two fingers that are really important to throwing the baseball, and you don't feel those fingers for a while, and they feel a little bit numb you know, obviously then you don't know where the ball's going to be going, and then you're going to hurt the ball club. So, you know, when Frankie was out there and he threw a couple warm-up pitches and just didn't feel right at the time, uh, it was best to get him out, get him seen, get some ice on it, and get some treatment. And Nick Pepperesta, our athletic trainer, did a great job with him, and we were able to bounce back and be ready for today's
0: start. In your pitching career, did you ever have to come in after a hurt guy?
1: Uh, no, but, uh, you know, I, I came in after Roger Clemens twice on rehab assignments, Aaron Seeley on rehab assignments, Arthur, Arthur Rhodes on rehab assignments. And I knew what inning I was pitching. And uh, well, the reason but... why I
0: asked, is I had to do that one time. And what happens is, is you get called from the bullpen. I had happened to me in college. You come running out and they say, take your time. You got all the time in the world. <laughs> And you're sitting there, and I'm not, so this is college, right? This is not the big leagues. You still have a couple thousand people in there, and you start playing cats And but you're supposed to have all the time in the world. But everybody's like, all right, come on, come on. Yeah, hurry up. Let's get this you game moving. You can't help but rush because everybody's waiting. and every, They're looking at you. Your team's looking at you. And you're supposed to be ready to go eight pitches as a reliever. How do you really be able to settle a guy by saying, relax, you got your time.
1: Well, you you know, you you call down to a reliever, generally two, maybe three hitters in advance. You might try to stall a little bit time on a visit to the mound. So they're used to warming up quick. So, you know, for me, you know, it's – it's the ambiance of everybody around you and in playing catch when when normally they might throw two balls they get on the rubber and throw their their warm-up pitches now all of a sudden you're in the game you got 40,000 people in Anaheim and you're in front of the mound throwing and you throw one to the backstop everybody's gonna laugh and go chaotic on you so you know what I try to tell the guys is go do your normal thing get up on the mound make your throws do your 10-15 warm-up pitches and we're ready to go so hard
0: to do because all the eyeballs are like, uh, how long is this going to take? Yeah, I, I
1: I hear you. That is not it. E- By the way, twice after Roger Clemens? Twice. Now, the story goes, in my remembrance, he threw uh, both perfect games through five. I come in, and give a base hit up the middle every time. It was, you know, he's the greatest pitcher of all time, and I got to follow that. And here I come in throwing my ninety, and the guy rips one up the middle, <laughs> both times, both times. <laughs> So uh, what was
0: it like having the Rocket as a teammate?
1: I mean, that guy is uh, a leader by example. You know, he didn't talk to many people while he was pitching or or before he pitched. He opened up after the game. This was in uh, Trenton, New Jersey in double-A. And uh, just watching him go about his business before the game was pretty impressive, uh, like no nonsense. You know? Oh, he was intense, yeah, right? Yeah, don't no signing autographs, don't even talk to me, kind of stay away from me, which which I love because he's preparing and getting him getting him psyched up to, to go out and, and um, you know pitch that game. Brad Osmus is probably the best guy to talk to. He caught him over 300 innings in his career. So about the Rocket, though, but in my opinion, a guy Hall of Famer. One of the best pitchers of all time. Seven Cy Youngs. How many times did he come in second place? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. I We can get into that topic. The guy with the most MVPs, the guy with the most home runs, guy with the most size, guy with the most hits. We can go on and on. That's a whole different discussion. But, yeah. That's another thing. I wore number 21 in college because of Roger Clemens. I loved Roger Clemens growing up. Uh, I mean, we all did. That generation, like I, I did the TV with Stu yesterday while you guys were out. I was there. And, like, the whole time I'm like, I'm with Dave Stewart. I mean, Dave, Dave Stewart back in the day, like when you talk like the big game, he was like King Kong. He he was he was he was the guy, right? He was like Tyrannosaurus Rex. He was the big. He was Godzilla. He was the he was
1: the monster back in the day. He, he Dave had, Stewart. He had the stare down. Yeah, you know, and that's that's something I always remember. You know, people talk. I grew up uh, in, in Arizona, Scottsdale Community College. The Oakland A's spring trained at our junior college one year, maybe two years. And, and Dave Stewart, Bob Welch, and Kurt Young and those guys were, were on our fields. And uh, I got to go you know, shag and play catch with them. But just to watch Ron Darling, you know, uh, act, you know, and to watch these guys work and how powerful they look to me. Like these guys aren't intimidated of anything. They, they were Oakland A's baseball and so when I was fortunate to come to the Oakland A's organization and come up here to the big leagues those are the guys that I I I, Dave Duncan you know probably one of the greatest pitching coaches of all time those are the guys for me that I look at and go wow you know I I get to see these guys I get to see uh the numbers up here And, and you know Dave Stewart and Bob Welch and Kurt Young and Storm Davis and Neck, those guys, just watching them go out and do their business at Scottsdale Community College was like, this is something I want to do, and it was awesome. How do you create that down here? How do you
0: make your guys go, you're like Dave Stewart. You're like Bob Welch, Mike Moore, You miss Dennis Eckersley. I mean, how do you build them up and make them get that sense of belief? Because you know a guy who's doing that for you this year? It's Paul Blackburn. He believes it's just not okay. I, I get it. he changes grip. You could say that stuff to me all yeah, you want. Yeah. There is something about there's a difference between going out on the mound and surviving versus going out to be a winner.
1: Yeah, m- most definitely. The, the one thing though I, is, uh, you know, all those guys that you talked about had that one thing, and that's that's confidence, and that's you're not going to beat me. You know, I, I know that, um, you know, I remember Stu talked to the group in Instructional League when I was the pitching coordinator about somebody asked him how he dealt with failure, and one of his answers was failure. I never failed. You know, he, he, his point was um, uh, I just didn't have it that day. You know, he, he gave them such good advice that that he was lucky or he was so confident in himself, and this is how I took the conversation. So when, when guys are down here, they got to be them. You know, James Caprillion, uh, Paul Blackburn, Frankie Montas, Cole Irvin, and and, uh, Zach Logue, when they go out and take that mound as starting pitchers, they have to command the strike zone, but they got to command and demand it of themselves to be who they are. You know, if you're not a 96, 97 guy, well, you better locate. And you better not be afraid to locate. And that's kind of a message I try to tell guys, too, like, you can be a power pitcher with a 90-mile-an-hour fastball. You act like it. Here I come. I'm coming to get you. I'm going to be the aggressor, and then I'm going to change speeds. You know, you you know my saying, and then I'm going to throw my breaking ball Give off. Give him that. the same. We're on. We're on. We're on video well, now. Well, if hitting is time and pitching is disruption of timing, and. Uh, I truly believe in that. You you got to be the aggressor with all your pitches. When you got to be in the zone, you got to be in the zone where you want to be in the zone. You got to have that intent to throw it where you want to throw it, and that mindset is here. I come. I'm going to beat you to the spot. I remember Dallas Braden talking, uh, pitching one day, and he talked about beating you to the spot. And it was a great term for me. And I've used it for the last seven, eight years since, you know, actually longer than that, maybe 10 years now, beat them to the spot. And beating them to the spot doesn't necessarily mean just with location. It means, or just with velocity, it means beating them to the spot with location. If they're thinking up and in, get it down and away. Drive it through the strike zone. And I think our guys, uh, hopefully we can continue to build that bulldog type Dave Stewart smoke mentality. Yeah, because if you got that,
0: man, the difference that makes and just all the numbers that we have and everything, and you guys have your own version of data, it's Just, but there's just something about when that lead guy goes out and gives you that opportunity to win, it just really sets up the entire game for you.
1: Yeah, you know, starting pitching is very important to set up the game. And when your guys go out there and they're pumping strikes and they're being the aggressor, then that's great. And that's what you want. When they go out there and they're they're not feeling it, they're nibbling the strike zone a little bit, generally they put themselves in in, in trouble. And, uh, you know, we just try to force our guys to throw as many good quality strikes as possible. And believe in yourself. I mean, there's a believe, uh, a belief system that you know. I tell the guys, if if I believe in your career more than you believe in your career, we got a problem, <laughs> right? So you got to go out there with the intent that, that you're the best. I mean, that's your that's your mound out there. It's 24 by 17. I'm going to stay within the hallway of of the lane down the down the slope of the mound, and I'm coming at you with aggressiveness. And aggressiveness means. You know, I'm moving pretty good, I'm throwing strikes, I'm changing speeds, and I'm being unpredictable. That's what aggressiveness is.
0: You know, and one guy you want to talk about how it just changes everything for you is Danny Jimenez. I mean, Danny Jimenez, going into yesterday, I don't know what the numbers are, but going into yesterday, they were just one for 34 on his slider, and he threw him yesterday, so it's better. Cody, look that up What we are now. But you're talking about a guy who's 10 for 10 saves, he's got given up one hit all year with his slider he has the ability to throw it for a strike the ability to throw it for a strikeout throw it at any time what's been missing with with Danny Jimenez where where he was before where he is now where he is now is he could be a representative at the all-star game
1: you know I think you know I remember when we lost Danny a few years ago uh when we when we ruled five to him and send it back uh, he was telling me I want to be here and uh, we finally got him back, and, and, and uh, I think that's a confidence boost. We put him in the closers role when, when Lou went down with the COVID stuff, and, and he's taken off. You know, he, he's demanding the most out of himself. He's a, a very good um, planner of what he can do and what he can't do uh he looks like he's cool calm and collected like there's there's ice in his veins you know he, he nothing's rattled him so it's not far. a whole lot of emotion out yeah. on the mound and, and from a closer that's great you know and uh you know he's he's earned every opportunity he's gotten so far and uh you know i just i enjoy watching him pitch because i know he's out there that's that energy you, you know like like You could talk to Stu about it. That's that energy. You know this guy is out there. And when other teams and other hitters know he's out there, they're going to be aware of him. And I think he's doing a great job.
0: Give me the numbers on the slider, Commander. One for 36 now.
2: It's a .28 batting average.
0: Now, and this is, we talked about it yesterday with Stu on TV. Stu goes, yeah, but don't forget, he gets it up there 95-96. So you as a hitter, you can't get up there just like a slider because, boom, he can pop 95-96 on you. And if you're not ready for that, that's going to be either blown by you, on your hands.
1: I mean, he's become a weapon. Yeah, that's where, you know, the the saying goes right there. And, uh, you know, they got to respect the fastball. Boom, there's the breaking ball. Now they got to respect the breaking ball. And, boom, there's the fastball. So when he can be dominant with two dominant pitches, it's fun to watch.
0: I've said this about A.J. Puck all season, and I'm going to continue to say this. You tell me whether I'm right or wrong. I know you will. A.J. Puck, to me, I don't care if he goes out there and strikes every guy out. I don't care if he goes out there and gives up three home runs. The only thing that matters for me, for A.J. Puck, is that after he throws, he shows up the next day and doesn't go on the I.L. When I can see A.J. Puck pitch 20 times or more in a season, not go on the I.L., I'm going thumbs up. I know he's got the talent. I know he's got the arm. I To me, it's all about Can he stay healthy?
1: Yeah, I'll take the two out of the three. I'll take the strikeouts and staying healthy, and we won't take the home runs. I get you. I just I need him to be healthy. You know, AJ's put himself in a spot with his delivery that he feels comfortable with. That his arm feels good. He's bouncing back uh, better than he's ever have. Uh, He's developing confidence. You know, we've put him in some uh, you know leverage situations to see what he can do, and uh, you know it's fun to. To to watch AJ grow and like I said, we, we need to keep him you know healthy the best we can. And when he says I'm feeling really good, you know we're going to use him. And when he says I'm not feeling so good, we got to think about it. I want you to say to the
0: crowd, say it one more time. This is our first time that we're allowed to do this, so you've seen it for years. They're seeing it for the first time. Give give me your saying.
1: The, the, if if hitting's timing, pitching is disruption of timing.
0: That's it. That's all we need to know. I know you got to get out of here. I guess you got to go to meetings.
1: Well, pretty soon. i got to go to lunch first.
0: They gave me the wrap it up. Uh, always great to see you, my friend. Thanks for having me. And, by the way, uh, your pitchers are making you proud right now. There's no doubt.
1: Yep, they're, they're a great group of guys. They work their butts off, and it's fun to watch. That's the pitching guru.
2: This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.